Serving spiritual seekers around the world. Unity Online Radio. Thank you for tuning in for this Unity Partner Program. Unity Online Radio partners with spiritual leaders from organizations whose mission and messages complement Unity's. We are pleased to bring you this program on Unity Online Radio, the voice of an awakening world. Welcome to Everyday Attraction, where the law of attraction gets real with host Ray Zander. Get ready to expand your life, your knowing, your alignment with Source. Welcome, everyone, to yet another edition of Everyday Attraction. This is Ray. I'm your host for the hour, and we have a fantastic theme today. I can hardly wait. I'm chomping at the metaphysical bit, as they say, um, about the theme that we're going to talk about and how we're going to dovetail some real clear, crisp, perfect understandings about how you can have what you want in maybe the easiest way you could possibly imagine. The, the name of my new book is called The Laid Back Manifester. Of course, this book changes every week, but to this week, <laughs> Laid Back Manifester. And uh, giggling in the background there is my co-host for the hour, Janice Campbell. Welcome, Janice. Hi, thank you. <laughs> well, this week's topic is something that we're dovetailing from last week's show. We had Mary Beth Rapasardo, who channeled for the hour about our bodies and what our bodies are and what they are not. It was a very deep dive. And uh, this week, we're going to talk about radical non-resistance, radical non-resistance, really trusting ourselves and trusting the universe in its ability to deliver exactly what we are wanting. And I just have to confess, Janice has no idea what I'm going to play today. <laughs> Mystery tape. <laughs> but in her amazing way, her presence always knows exactly what to say and how to to be in this dialogue as we discuss a more profound way to be with these laws and yet living our lives joyously in the moment. It does become automatic. So I'm going to jump in with both feet here. What happened um, to me to bring up this subject is I had an opportunity to dance with um, Frank Butterfield, the wonderful channel that I talk so much about on the show. And if you're new to Everyday Attraction, we just dig channels. Um, spe specifically, our, our, our house, we have a couple of house channels, um, Abraham specifically, and also Frank Butterfield. And the communionoflight.com is where you find his work. But I had an opportunity to get on what's called the village call. The village is um, uh, an energy, it's a teleconference call that happens a couple of times a week. Pe people of like mind get on and ask these energies questions. And it's fantastic. If you have an opportunity to check it out, it's at communionoflight.com. So I brought a question to this energy, this, you know, this higher knowing this broader consciousness about a physical condition and i know many of us who are in the world of law of attraction kind of give ourselves a hard time when we manifest physical conditions we get into this thing about how i should know better or i should be able to heal this spontaneously and all that kind right. of stuff. other people are healing spontaneously <laughs> what's wrong <Right>. with me <laughs> 
to know people who could heal me spontaneously. (laughs) But we're going to relax and and allow this hour as we listen to just um, a short uh, conversation I had with this broader knowing, this wonderful channel. And then we'll stop and talk about this idea of radical non-resistance to really allowing everything in your life to be okay. Even if you're having some real intense contrast, even if you're having a lot of emotions that are might be called negative, there is this op- opportunity for us to be okay with being okay or being okay with not being okay. But there is this deeper allowing that allows us to maybe go further into trusting ourselves, trusting the universe, that it is unfolding in a beautiful and perfect manner. And that if we can simply not resist what is, that new worlds, new ideas, new opportunities will simply blossom before us. Abraham has said over and over, it is only resistance that keeps us from being in the vortex where all that we have wanted is available to us. So I'm going to go ahead and cue this up. We'll listen for a few minutes. And then when we come back, we'll talk a little bit more about what transpired. Here we go. I just want to say, uh, I want to say thank you to my vibrational sister there who set up the question we're covering all of this together. I, too, have um, manifested a condition. Uh, unfortunately, they have a diagnosis for my condition, so I even more need to release that seeming definition that says, here's all the places you're not free, which is kind of the essence of what all the charts and MRIs and all that garbage gets to say. And yet I don't want to resist it because in the resistance I create more of it. So I'm just trying to find money. Well, there's no no balance. There is no balance. Well, no, 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 no. Embrace it. It's all your creation. See, here's what resistance is. Resistance is saying, I don't like what I have. That's all that resistance is. It's just, it's a form of saying, I don't like what I have. We gave Frank, and we're not going to give the exact way that we gave it to him that we're going to give to you something very similar that we gave to Frank. I have what I want, and I want what I have. That's a a very powerful statement. Uh, Now, what part of what you have, we didn't say, I like what I have. We didn't say that. We said, I want what I have. And when we say want, we don't mean I want to possess it. What we mean, I'm in alignment with it. I could not have right. come here if I did not create it. Why I created it is no longer important. That the, You've already crossed that bridge. It's done. Now I have what I want and I want what I have. And if you really sit with that, not treat it like an intellectual exercise, but really sit with it and feel what that feels like, yes, it's going to, as it's doing now, it's going to bring up some contrast. And that contrast, the contrast that's arising right now is actually telling you something very important. Which, by the way, if you interpret it as doing something, having done something wrong, then you're misinterpreting it. What the contrast is telling you is there's something more here to love. Not in the ooey-gooey sort of, I'm going to love this even though I really hate it. That's not what we mean. But there's something here to love. Look, if you don't like the diagnosis and you don't like the chart, you don't like the diagnoser, there's something in all of this to like, something in there that you can find for, to appreciate. But if you, the radical step here, 
and we do mean it's radical, you can tell because of how it shook you, is to say and to mean it, I want what I have and I have what I want. Because what you're doing is you're dropping all the resistance when you do that. When you really do And we're not saying you have to do this all of the time, but it might be a really good habit to get into of I have what I want and I want what I have. Because in the having of it, you're acknowledging it's my creation. What gets screwy here is when you try to get rid of things that you already created. Because you, there's no trash bin. There's no vibrational trash bin. Because there's no trash. And if you understood that, by the way, that would make the experience of Staten Island a lot different. But what we, what we really want you to understand is there's no trash. Because there's nothing that exists that is not part of who you are. So there is no bad part of you. There are, now, we're not saying you like everything. That's different. But when you take the radical step and you say, I want what I have and I have what I want, what you're doing, in essence, is blessing everything. It may not feel like the sanctified kind of blessing of, oh, I'm going to bless you even though I think you're just evil and hateful and spiteful. No, we don't mean that. Not that southern way of saying, well, bless your heart, which means, hold on, just while I put the knife in a little deeper. That's not what we mean. What we mean is really looking at these things in the eye and saying, I have what I want and I want what I have. The other thing that it does is it drops the idea of understanding how you got here, which is really the most meaningless part of this aspect of this conversation. It has no meaning unless you decide that it was a complete and wonderful experience. But you're probably not there yet. You will be. There will be a... Please. How is this not putting a happy face sticker over an empty gas tank, as Abraham would say? Well, if you really are saying, I have what I want and I want what I have, not as an intellectual exercise, but if you're really saying, I have what I want and I want what I have, it is a radical approach. What you're doing, you are taking 100% responsibility for your creation. 100%. There's nothing happy. Look, you can feel it. There is nothing happy sticker about this. It's going to make you mad. It's going to piss you off which is going to help you move up the scale. Then it's going to irritate you, then it's going to bore you, and then you're going to drop it, and before you know it, you'll be thinking, oh, I wonder what the big deal was. No, there's no happy sticker, because that's what we were just saying. That's what we were just saying. This is no sanctified sort of, oh, I'm just going to bless your heart as you turn the knife. That's the happy sticker. That's the, oh, isn't that, you're just so sweet. That sort of thing. That that right there is a happy sticker. No, this, I, what I want, I want what I have, is a radical statement. It is a radical leading-edge statement of 100% responsibility for your creation. Not blame, not guilt, not shame, although those things may arise. Not anger, not irritation, not boredom, although those things may arise. That may be the contrast that arises when you begin to declare this to be true. But just literally stating, this is the way it is. I have what I want, and I want what I have. In other words, I'm no longer resisting my creation. I may not like it, but I'm no longer trying to get rid of it. Because, again, there's no trash. But the universe doesn't understand what trash is. It's just unwanted things that you haven't quite allowed to evolve into whatever it's going to become. 
My tears are flowing so clearly. Got it. Very good. Thank you. I'm going to stop there. Oh, boy. <laughs> How does it feel hearing it this time? Oh, it's so amazing. I feel the same feelings that I had again, that there's, you know, there's still more to resist. And, you know, the condition just, you know, bothering me, but, and, you know, there's all kinds of stuff, but, but you can see how this opportunity to release more fully is always prevalent, that we can resist even more, no matter the level of the condition, whether it be something like a stub toe or or a diagnosis, there is still this idea. Did you hear it? This radical non-resistance that says, I'm not freaking out. Yes. But but you know what helps me when he says it's tricky to not get into this intellectually? Oh, yeah. You know, but, but the sentence, I'm no longer resisting my creation. So that so I think the resistance or the anger is that somebody's doing this to me or something's doing it to me. But if we don't resist, if we, like he says, take 100% responsibility, that's your creation. And then... Um, it kind of reminds me of uh, once there was this comedian, I think his name was Rick Reynolds, and he was saying, oh, what do you do when you're in an argument with your spouse and then you realize you're wrong? You know? <laughs> Where it's like all the energy just goes, doo, 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 doo. you know what I mean? Almost like if you're not pushing against something, it kind of like yep. there's no more resistance. Like, oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, you're able to move through yeah, it but when something stays firm and you're like pushing 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 against it it's it, it kind of creates more resistance but it doesn't mean you have to like it see for me that was the big opening it's like i'm no longer going to resist what i have created attracted whatever but i'm also in this position of saying it doesn't mean i have to like right or it. feel like you have to lie about it or i have to make it okay yeah. You know what I mean? It goes beyond that. It's understanding who I really am and how I am participating in this unfolding. And yes, there might be blame and guilt and shame and boredom and anger and ho-hum. Here we go. But I know what that is. But you can't even get to those emotions if you are resisting the situation. I like that trash bin concept, too. That's You know, I like when Abraham talks about that, too, that everything is recyclable. You know, yes. so we never have to worry about the plan. You know what I mean? Everything is recyclable. <laughs> there is more love. Like it here. doesn't go anywhere. You know what I mean? Like there's nothing, there's nothing that we have to really get rid of. But um, also I thought when he said too, it's, it's like, we don't have to get rid of it, but it actually, what was that transforms into something else or do you know what I mean? So it's kind of like, it's, um, it's not like it has to go away, but it will transform into something else. It will evolve into something else. Yes, you free it up. But this idea that we're trying to get rid of something, you know, we're trying to, one, understand why we got here. Do you hear how clearly he said, they said, just forget about that. Yeah. That's the leap. Yeah. But unless and, it's a wonderful thing, yeah, like unless you can kind of feel relief in it. You know what I mean? And it, com- and it comes quickly yeah. because if you do a lot of dumpster diving, mm-hmm. you just... You know, like Abraham keeps saying, there's no bottom to right, that. Right, right. Unless the it feeds you and you can move right. on. Or if it, because sometimes I know when I'm doing the, when I get clear understanding about something, sometimes I just feel like, ah, oh, it's just the greatest feeling in the whole world. It's almost like the fog has been lifted and I can actually see clearly. Right. But rarely has, have I found finding out why something is here really ever made it go away. It just, 
it pegged me more clearly on where I am on mm-hmm. the journey. Mm-hmm. I, mean, I got real clarity as to where I am, which which is okay. It just I think that there is um, some radical, and I'm going to say that again because this is really really radical kind of understanding of non resistance. You know that there is more love here, but it's not the Hallmark card valentine's day love this is the kind of love that holds the universe in place you know there's something more to loved here there's something more to trust here and we're gonna have to take a break but when we come back we'll dive a little bit deeper into this opportunity that we have in this moment to more fully become non-resistant to that which is happening in our lives so that we can get the broader knowing and allow the journey to accelerate Stay tuned. You're listening to Everyday Attraction here on Align Radio and Unity Online Radio. Stay tuned. When listeners like you contribute to the Unity Online Radio Network, You're making a positive difference in your life and the lives of other spiritual seekers. To contribute, visit www.unity.fm and make a one-time donation or sign up for monthly contributions. Thank you for your support. Have you ever considered that everything you think and say is a prayer to the universe? Are you sending a positive or negative message? Join Rev. Beverly Molander and her guests on Affirmative Prayer, Activating the Power of Yes, to find out how you can activate your own power of yes. Using affirmative prayer or positive intention can make a big difference in the way you think, feel, and live. If you want help moving from chaos to clarity in relationships, health, prosperity, or work, this is the place for you. We'll have some how-to suggestions about how you can say yes more often from this point forward. Talk with Beverly Molander and her guest live every Monday at noon central, 1 p.m. Eastern. Affirmative prayer, activating the power of yes, only on Unity Online Radio, the voice of an awakening world. Turn to Everyday Attraction and the Metaphysical Porch with your spiritual neighbor, Ray Zander. Have a sit, get something to sip, and let's get real. Spiritual. Welcome back from the break. You're listening to Everyday Attraction, as you just heard, and we are so happy that you're here. And We're diving even deeper into the understanding of the law of attraction, but more so this understanding that resistance is what keeps us from what it is that we are wanting to experience in our life. So if we're able to really radically drop all resistance and the way that that was formulated in the in the exchange we just heard with my questioning the communion of light about this condition is they said truly embody that I have what I want and I want, I want what I have. Now that doesn't mean you have to like it, 
But when you, but you know, embrace- it's so tricky because see, it doesn't mean you have to like it, but yet we're so used to the word "I want," meaning I like. You know what I mean? Like I want what I want is something I like. Like I want delicious food. I want. Do you know what I mean? It's, I can see how it's it's kind of slippery. But we're missing the understanding that contrast is what we want because it's giving us, it's delivering something to us. But if we're not allowed. Oh, well, that's interesting. Let's let, could you just take a time out there because I never thought about it from that perspective. That's the, that the contrast. So let me see. So when we say I have what I want, I want what I have. So, so what do you mean? How does a contrast fit into that sentence? So if you want what you have, and it's something you don't like. Okay, wait. So let me just, I got to think about that. If you want, if you want. Well, if you truly say, I want this condition. Let's look at my little knee. What you have. Okay. I want. I want. But I don't like it. But That's I don't like it. But I, to, to get my head around. But I don't like it. <laughs> want what it is delivering to okay. you. You okay. So the part that we want, we want the contrast. Because there's value in the contrast contrast the bounce from the so really when you're saying i want what i have is because i want the contrast i want to i want to understand what the contrast is trying to communicate to me because i created it i created it some infinite wisdom oh, see this is starting I, to feel better now okay so i want what i have because i want the contrast i want the experience of what i've created yeah. And by calling it wrong and by calling it resistant and by calling it and by trying to fix it or get away from it, I'm missing the opportunity to allow it to teach me, allow it for my expansion or simply to finally ignore it because it's no longer serving So it's me. kind of to use it in the receive your life terminology. It's like when I would say there's wisdom in our resistance. So really, it's like when people turn away too quickly from their pushes, they're learning the va- their um they're missing the value or turning away too quickly from the value of the resistance of limiting belief. So it's yes. like we really want, so here it says, if we want what we really want, we really want to look at that limiting belief. And, and, and since everything is a part of us, we really brought that thought pattern into our reality. And it's here to serve us because everything we want is on the other side of that resistance. And there is no trash yeah. in the universe. So it's all about working. All the pieces are here to serve us. And it's just working with them and not making any of it wrong because each piece has its part. And when you embrace yeah, it, now I get it. When, okay. <laughs> you allow it to be okay. When you fully embrace it and take radical responsibility, then the gifts can unfold. But as long as we're trying to fix it or push it away or make someone else wrong or do all the things that we do to not accept and allow and here radically non-resist a situation, we don't get the gifts. We don't get the truth. Turning away we too quickly and putting blaming something that really doesn't can't do anything about it. You know, and not trusting my broader knowing that the reason why you created it in the first place. Something. Yeah. Now, the why is not, I mean, like like Frank said here, the why is not critical. Right. You'll get the juice, get why. But the most important thing is to really embrace the fact that everything is something that you're creating and that there is no trash in the universe and that the universe is always trying to give, give, give the expansion. Yes. 
and that we need to just release resistance to the process. You know, there is nothing here. But it's kind of shifting the whole perspective of being alive. It's that, you know, we hear that saying, but everything is here for my good. Everything is here for me. You know, everything is here for my good. Or what is that saying that the Abraham uses? Like everything's for me, with me. What's so interesting about that too is when I embrace this condition that I have been resisting so fervently with, you know, doctors and action and all the stuff that, you know, is okay. But because I was resisting the condition so fervently and pissed off about it, really, you know, like, what am I doing here? I have this is not mine. <laughs> I don't need to be limping around. What is this about, you know? And, um, but it was so interesting that the physical shift that happened in the moment that, that they said, I want you to imagine that you have what you want and you want what you have, that somehow this situation was, um, was perfect. Oh man, that's where the tears started to flow because I had been holding back the needing to just allow it to allow it. And, and what's interesting is that the condition is going away so quickly and it's because I'm not feeling right. you it. You stopped dancing with, my... with it. Almost like you had the dance. One person stopped dancing. Yes. And that dance is over. <laughs> Something to love yeah. here. See, and it started this whole kind of new dialogue with my body that there was something more to love here. And, you know, I I can embrace what is there to like. Yeah, sure. I can get on and on about what I don't like. But suddenly by releasing the resistance, I started to have a conversation about what there is to like about the circumstance, which was, you know, the positive aspects concept that Abraham talks so much about, you know, and and it's my creating. Mm -hmm. So trying to get rid of something that I've created and if there's no trash in the universe then what am I what can I allow yeah. what and and so much has unfolded since this um exchange with communion of light that I have a whole new perspective on on my mm-hmm. body <laughs> and I have a whole new perspective on um what may be lots of conditions or may not be depending on on how things unfold but this stance of just letting it go it was so exhilarating and i got my energy mm. back you know? um and i got this sort of peace oh the peace that passes all understanding as jesus said you know you just get this opportunity to now that i am at peace i can now I can make decisions that feel good before I was simply running from it. So there is this. What do you consciousness- mean a decision? What do you mean you now? Like, why are your decisions different now? Like, what are you able to see? Is there something on the line? So like more before it was kind of protecting it or. Well, everything was on the line. Everything meant so much, you know, oh, every, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. so much mm-hmm, meaning. Mm-hmm. Like if I do uh, this, it, this means this, this means this, instead of you can't yeah. get it wrong. I can't get it wrong. And it's, it's gifting me no matter yeah. what, why don't I get. This? Yeah. Just, just you enjoy know. the ride. And then, you know, there'll be opportunities. It could go away or not. 
you know, it doesn't have to go away. See, that's the thing that was so surprising to me. It was, it was like my intention in radical non-resistance wasn't to make it go away. It was about embracing the circumstance and allowing it to, you know, to be and speak to me. Like, and in what, what came up for me too was opportunities for me to, to better care for my body. I mean, that might be pretty obvious, you know, when your body breaks down that you should take Mm -hmm. care of it. You're so busy pushing away a condition, you suddenly forget that there's other parts of your body that also need care. And there's other parts of your mind and there's other parts of your spirit that need, that need attention. Like, and, and I, I keep, I keep coming back to that. There is more to love here. Any condition that I've created is an opportunity as the course of miracles says to love more. I have more capacity to love than I'm allowing myself. I want to know that. I want to know that. And I want to see what that feels like as I allow that as an energetic quality to move through my mind and my body and my soul. So I just, you know, I encourage everyone to to sort of put this in their vibrational craw, as Abraham would say, and see how it feels. See what it feels like to stop battling what you've been battling, mm-hmm. you know. And just see what comes up for you. See what opportunities or creativities or um, new pockets of positive uh, positive contrast, which is a phrase that I've been hearing uh, from from the Communion of Light. Positive contrast. Yes. I like that too about turning everything into an opportunity. You know, like <sighs> the, it was a it was a Wednesday. My son, I was out of town, and my son was getting ready to take his driver's license, and he was all excited. And he had to they he got up really, really early because he had the first appointment of the day. And I'm waiting to get the text whether or not he passed. And then I heard that he couldn't take the test because the um, registration had expired. And I felt so bad because I knew I had stuck it in a folder of bills to pay and forgot about it because it wasn't due for like two months ahead. And I felt so bad. You know what I mean? I just felt like. Oh, that feeling of how can I have screwed up so much and all this. But then, like you say, it's like looking through the love. I Because re- this year my theme is to honor and respect myself. It's like, okay, I could set up my system so that they work better for me. You know what I mean? It's like more compassion, more love. It's like, you know, I, you know, I, I see how. You, because otherwise that behavior of kind of being scattered, or it's, it's kind of abusive. But adding yeah. fuel to it. I mean, I did definitely beat myself up for a while but instead of adding fuel to it i moved into the this just needs like you're saying about your body there's things that need attention you know things yeah. there's systems that could be put in place that would support me that would make it easier yeah but, it, right. but it's kind of like traveling that path otherwise we just go round and round i blew it i blew it i blew it <laughs> it's so interesting it's not that we can't have that moment of wow that was a mistake mm-hmm. you know i embrace and i get it but to continue to make yourself wrong, um, it just holds up this sort of black hole of energy and it starts to suck energy from take, you. Bring in other stuff. Well, look what else I'm not doing and look where else I screwed up and look what else I'm falling through. The, you know what I mean? It's just kind of like either we're going to go down that path and gather momentum or we're going to go down to what do I need? What would support me? A more compassionate path. And there is something happening here mm-hmm. that's beyond capacity to know what the broader knowing is yes i created i think it's my fault we haven't decided my husband and i just dropped it because i think it's my fault but anyway i created that you know what i mean if i look at it, it's like that whole thing got created from me there's no trash see it's that's the better. thing that i think yeah. haven't totally 
embraced. I think that we're still thinking, yeah, yeah, I got to get rid of this stuff, which is a little bit of the old religiosity coming back, you know, that sort of sin-based consciousness that there's still stuff we have to get rid of. Everything could be transformed. That's what I like. It's like turning what could be trash into something really beautiful. Recycling. Yeah, I love that. Recycling, on a, but on a higher vibration too. Metaphysical recycling. Recycling up. I like that. Like taking it and how can I recycle this up? Exactly. And again, if being wrong served you to hold on to that, it'd be gifting you, but it doesn't. It just becomes this deep, dark slide into I am unworthy. I don't deserve. And oh, I just want to spend time there. You know how sometimes you're just not in the mood, you know? (laughs) But we can give ourselves a short shout. I mean, you have to feel your emotions. You have to feel what you are feeling. We can't deny that. But, you know, I often say, have your short shout just don't pitch a tent there <laughs> but also look into it it's like like how can this serve me you know what i mean what are you doing christina what was this hi i'm on the radio christina just came home sorry <laughs> we have we have uh you know it, there's an opportunity to serve the broader knowing and and but i think there's sort of this peace that comes over us. We know that we released resistance when that sort of watershed of peace comes over us, you know, where you don't have to do anything right now. You don't have to make it happen. Just allow the circumstance to be here and then watch the universe universe communicate. It's trusting the universe. Yeah. That sometimes I, I really think we are, you know, even though we did not make the sun come up, we still think that we're doing some of that broader knowing. Yes, we're in co-creation with the with the universe and our broader knowing is making the sun come up. But in our individual lives, right here and right now, there needs to be a releasing and trusting that higher self, trusting that broader knowing, you know, and not beating ourselves up so relentlessly. <laughs> but I, I don't know, there's something about, I like the whole trash thing. Like, you know what I mean? Like I heard it before, nothing's bad. All the, But, you know, when you really look at that, because we do treat trash like it's bad, like we have to get rid of it. Like, um, it's just interesting to know that there's nothing to get rid of. There's just things we could look deeper into and find more love. Right. And the perspective needs to yeah. shift for it to be recycled. And it is the shifting through the eyes of love that transforms everything. And I think Jesus taught us that so clearly that the transformation is in the focused perspective of the broader knowing. And it is in that moment when we see through those broader eyes that we can't feel or know anything but the love, the unconditional love that is the building block of the universe. You know, it is so powerful to align oneself with that knowing. And then the smaller story kind of crumbles. It just, it's kind of, I like it. It gets transformed into the bigger, you know what I mean? The story doesn't go anywhere. It just morphs into something more supportive. It served its purpose. Yeah. But it doesn't, I don't know why today. It's really, I really love that thing of nothing goes anywhere. (laughs) Because then there's nothing to be afraid of. There's nothing to fear. There's nothing. Do you know what I mean? Right. Right. And it is this perspective that I want to talk about as we go to a break real quick and come back. In the third part of our show today, I want to focus on this idea of really demanding that perspective of well-being. That can we step in and really decide, capital D, that we're going to embrace that there is this broader knowing of which we are a part of. 
and to really step into the power of that trust and that knowing. So when we come back from the break, we'll talk more about radical non-resistance and your ability to demand your well-being. Stay tuned. We'll be right back after the break. Hello, Unity Online Radio. Yes, I was wanting to know if I can listen to Unity Online Radio on my smartphone. Actually, yes. iPhone and Android users can now listen live to Unity Online Radio with the Live 365 app. This is great news. How do I get the app? Getting the app is super easy. You'll need to download our Broadcast Partners app, Live 365. iPhone users can go to iTunes to download the Live 365 app Android users can go to the Android market. Once the app is downloaded onto your mobile device, search for Unity Online Radio. And voila, your favorite hosts, live on your phone. Wow. Unity Online Radio, on the go? How cool is that? To learn more, go to www.unity.fm and click on Mobile Listening. You've been listening to Everyday Attraction, where the law of attraction gets real. To learn more, become a fan of our Facebook page. Search for Everyday Attraction or email us at everydayattraction at unity.fm. Your comments and participation are sincerely welcomed. Welcome back from the break. You're listening to Everyday Attraction here on Unity Online Radio, where we're having a joyful time playing with these um, these kind of keen understandings, these, these real principled understandings, and yet we're taking them down into our nitty-gritty every day as we like to do on this show. We're taking it down into the everyday moments where we can decide to shift our attention and know that all at some deep, deep level is truly well even though on the surface it is playing out as a heck of a lot of splashing. <laughs> you know what I like to that whole thing? You know, I'm sorry, I keep coming back to that same point. But if we just want the bad stuff to go away, like let's say like that's our quick fix. Oh, I just want that to get better and I want that to go away. But if we know that it's not going anywhere, then it kind of forces us to shift how we look at it. Like it calls yep. forth that part within us where it draws like that, you know, if you say like, geez, the Christ consciousness or seeing through the eyes of source, it's like, we have to do that. If it's not going anywhere, <laughs> it's almost like if you had a, an animal in your head, like your dog is driving you crazy or something, you, you know, you can never get rid of this dog. You're going to find a way to have a great relationship with that dog or spouse or someone. <laughs> There's no getting out. Yeah, There's no like, getting it's out. It's almost like it calls for something in us to create the harmony or the love or the peace, because we crave that. We want that because it's our true nature. And I think it's what we came here to do. But it's almost like, I love that. It's like, I mean, even when my husband and I, we first met, we had this ongoing thing where we kept saying no back door. We kind of were just kept like, we, I don't know why we just kind of said there's no back door in this relationship. We're just kind of moving forward with it. And, you know, 20 years later, (laughs) no back door. (laughs) And there isn't a back door when it comes to being um, eternal. But there's freedom in that. You know what I mean? There's freedom in, okay, we're in this relationship. So, okay, what are we going to do? going to shift this? How are we going to see it? And how are we going to trust and know? And, and I'm going to use the word demand 
But I want to be really clear here. Oftentimes we talk about demand that has within it this energy of not Yeah, like a week, a week coming from a weakened place. Right. But I want to shift our, our, our description of the word demand. I want to take it back a little bit. I want to take it back and, and reshift it into demanding that our minds and our thoughts go to that broader knowing. And and the reason I think it has to be demanded is because there's so much momentum and so much history and so much belief systems, blah, 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 that can pull us, our focus away from this broader perspective. And I, and I get really passionate about this idea. And I think it's the Baptist preacher in me that says, you know, get ye back devil. I will demand that I know. Mm -hmm all is truly well. I know that the universe is always working for me. I know that. And I think about our, our wonderful friend, Jerry, I know that everything always works out for me. I know that everyone is gifting me in everything in every way. And, and there is this kind of focus away from the momentum that often has um, our other physical friends on the planet um, and capsized in belief systems that say otherwise. Um, so I want to play this quick clip that I recently heard again, also from the village. And I want to preface that this is coming from um, permission from the communion of light, communionoflight.com. And you can participate in these village calls if you would like to, and they are extraordinary. And pay a little bit of this one exchange between the channel, Frank Butterfield, who brings in what he calls the communion of light and a questioner asking about this word demand. Here we go. I don't exactly know what that means. I mean, when I feel, when I say I demand something, there's a lot of intensity about it, and it feels like there's not necessarily pushing, but the insistence of it is um, somehow feels like it's not, not what I'm supposed to be doing. And at the same time, the opposite can sometimes feel a little complacent. Can you help me be this with this, discern what you're talking about when you say to demand something? Because I am I am feeling in a particular situation right now. It has to do with financial well-being that I it's uh, that I have to demand it now because some circumstances have risen, have come up that aren't that I realize I'm creating that are outside of me. But it's like okay, enough is enough, and I need to demand this because now I'm allowing this to affect not just me but other people. But well, all right. So you've got. Uh, it, it, we understand why it would be confusing to you because what we're talking about has nothing to do with anyone else. Yeah. Is your relation? What we say demanding it's your relationship with the full power and potential of all that is, not other people, their actions, their behaviors. We don't mean demand like a demanding and promissory note be paid. That's not what we're well, talking about. All right. So what? But in, what specifically is it that you feel like it's time for you to demand? It's time for me to demand the abundance that is mine. All right. So abundance that is mine. Abundance that is mine does not, that the vibration behind those words does not match the vibration behind the word demand. It's time for me to, uh, and we're playing with you a little bit, but we're trying to really drive. It's time for me to demand that the fluffy clouds carry my huge, gigantic chest of gold. That's just not going to happen. Fluffy clouds can't carry that. Armored cars can. And that's what we think you're a little bit afraid of. Because there's something bad about, and it may sound like we're just making things up out of thin air, but we're not. It may sound like that a fluffy cloud would be just the thing 
to kind of carry a cherub that's bearing gold who's playing a, a small little harp as it kind of floats by you. But you're talking about money in a very specific way, or that at least that's what you're thinking. This is about money. Yes. So if it's about money, you've got to think about it in terms of money, not in terms of the angels and cherubs and harps and flutes and things like that, but actual cold, hard cash in your hot little hand. Just something very specific that's very grounded, that's very practical, that's very real. We don't mean applying that. We don't mean forcing that situation, making it happen. But what we mean is in the imagining of it, in the having of it vibrationally, imagining yourself having cold, hard cash in your hand. Look, we're just going to bottom line it. We love the fact that our friends Abraham have come up with a lot of different processes, and not just Abraham, but lots of other teachers, both physical and non-physical, have come up with lots of different processes that are designed essentially to help you bridge the gap between one vibrational state and another, that help you ease your way into the idea of something that you're wanting. But the goal is not to get good at the processes the, and to feel better in that sense of I want to feel better because then I'll get my stuff. It's going to sound like we're contradicting things that even we have said. But where you are right now, right in this moment, there's something very attractive to you about the word demand, correct? It sounds powerful. It sounds clean, clear, like it has very well-defined edges, like a, that's the vibration you want to get into. The universe responds to you every single moment because the universe is yours to command. It, it, it is literally yours to command. There's just no better way to put it. It follows you wherever you go. It's obedient. It does exactly what you ask it to do, but it does it at, at, to a vibrational match. And so if your vibration is milk toast and your vibration is wishy-washy, you're going to get those sorts of results. It's all up to you. We would just suggest live your life fully and have this amazing experience and get out of your head and find a way to really feel your way into the physicality of your experience and enjoy this life because it is astounding what you have created. We don't say this to you because there's some sort of objective reality you've got to line up with. We say it because there is this powerful subjective reality of your creation that is utterly delicious and you're not allowing yourself to have the full benefit. In other words, as someone once said quite famously, life is a banquet and you're all starving to death because you're trying to be so right about what you're doing that you can't allow yourself to have what you really want that you yourself have created. It's not like you're wandering around in some sort of objective reality where you're subject to the vagaries of what other people think or want, although that's the way you tend to believe it. This physical reality you're in belongs to you. It's your possession. It's your creation. Possession is not exactly the right word, but that's a way to think about it. You know what you want, and we're not trying to, we're not trying to tell you you can run amok and really literally burn down buildings. You can try that, but the reality you've created doesn't really allow for that very well. And we wouldn't suggest that you buck that trend. What we would suggest that you buck that, what the trend we would suggest that you buck is the one that says you've got to live a life of deprivation because that's what spiritual people do. That's what nice girls do. That's what nice people do. Nice people aren't powerful. Nice people don't have wealth. Because if they did, they're not nice anymore. We'd buck that trend in a big way if we were your, in your shoes.
And besides, you don't want to want to be nice people. You want to be you, powerfully manifesting yourself as the delicious being of light that you are, suffused with love and joy and happiness and all sorts of amazing good things, all of which belong to you, and with healthy amounts of contrast coming up to help you further refine and define those things and make them clearer and clearer and clearer to your physical manifestation and to your experience. There's a lot of really good stuff going on here. And we highly, highly, highly recommend that you allow yourself to have as much of it as you're willing to do so. Holy moly. What I want to really take away from this is that understanding of demanding our well-being from a place that is no longer pussyfooting yes. around. But, you know, I, I totally resonate with this because when, when things have manifested in my life, I got to that, that place of demanding. Do you know what I mean? So yeah. it's like this is so... So familiar to me, and it's great to hear it because I realized I've been drifting lately. Ah, did that? You know what I mean? But it's like when you like my husband always teases me, and he says, "I can tell when you really want something because you get it." It's like that energy of just, you know, it's like it's it is like a demanding. And the other yes. way, it's just it is that that mixed message, like yes and no and maybe, and it's so sloppy. It's just sloppy, and then it keeps us on hold. Yeah, we're not really being, um, we're not stepping into our power and demanding that perspective of ourselves. And we're not taking ourselves seriously. We're not honoring and respecting who we are. It's like not taking ourselves seriously. Like this matters. You know, I matter. What I'm creating matters. You know, and I'm not going to pretend it doesn't matter. Yeah. And the way that that dovetails with what we've been talking about for the hour is that if you fully embrace what you've created and have more of this, bring it on, I'm playing with all cylinders. I'm totally fired up. There is nothing that will dissuade, disgust, or, you know, dishonor me. I am really in this presence. And And why we are so attracted to the word demand is because it's clean, it's clear, it's sharp, it's knowing. Yeah. It isn't studying. Yes. It's well, there's, knowing. There's no gap of waiting in it. The other, the other energy is kind of like, oh, if I get lucky, if somebody comes and puts the money in my wallet, if you know what I mean? It's so waiting for something instead of us declaring now, now. Yes, exactly. And that is the perspective of the universe. That is what happens when we release the resistance to what is, telling our stories, why it's happening, who did what to whom, and how this is so unfair, and how, you know, just kind of letting the story go and really demanding to feel the power of being an aligned uh, existence, of being an aligned being, of knowing that God is serving me through every situation. And I will have that. Mm-hmm have my well-being. I will I actually already have it. I'm coming to remember that my abundance is already present. It's not something I'm trying to earn or like as they said be poetic enough so that it comes to me. I just love the sternness of that. It is time now to demand who it is you already are. It just felt so refreshing. Yeah, and so true. You know, it's almost yeah. like because, you know, and we can see it in other people. Like when they're not being really straight with us, you feel like shaking them. What do you want? Speak up. <laughs> exactly. We're not playing with the process. We're not flirting with yes, the principles. Yes. It's not about being nice or, you know. <laughs> you know, we're on the decision train. There's no more outs, like you said. There's no more back door. You know? um, there's no more distractions. Let's do this. Let's do this. Let's unleash the power. You have yes. it. How you 
done. You know, I just, there is something about this one-two punch here of releasing resistance to what it is. Stop complaining. Stop making, you know, excuses as to why something is here or why it shouldn't be here. Release that. Stand in the power and know that the universe is at your beck and call. Can we really step into that power? Right. It's almost like the resistance is, is a distraction. Almost like we're stalling. Well, there's this fear. Did you hear that? And, you know, we hear about that all the time. It's not um, what we fear is our yeah. power. Yeah. Like it's going to be damaging and destructive and people will right. be upset. And Actually having what it is that you want. And much of this, as we heard, is getting out of your mm-hmm. head. You enjoy this life. It's astounding what I have already created. Yeah. Delicious. It's It's empowering. I am not deprived of anything. Life is a banquet. And why are we choosing to starve mm-hmm. in, in the metaphysical sense? This reality belongs to you. This is not just about, like you said, being nice. You know, <laughs> We're not here for us to back off from the contrast. Yeah. You want to be powerfully, you know, available in the heaps of yeah. contrast. It's the time to feel fear. Right. And to admit fierce. our knowing. You know, to really, because we know, we know what we want. We know who we are. It's like really claiming that, not pretending we don't know what we want or we don't know who we are. Like, yes. admit it. I know. I know what I want. I know what I'm here to do. To to take back the word fierce mm-hmm. too. Fierce in yeah. love. Fierce. But I like it too. The whole thing, the way he's framing it is it's a good thing. Otherwise, it's almost like it's an embarrassment. Oh, I don't want to be too demanding. And we, then we shy away from it instead of no, just own it. Own it. And I, and I think that that's, you know, uh, that's a decision, a capital D. That's a decision to be fiercely, you know, in love with what is happening, even though you might not like it. <laughs> well, it's like really like since it's all here and it's not trash, it's not going anywhere. It's like really being fiercely in love with life. Like is, this is life. This is your life. Like it's all here. Just loving yes. all of it, all aspects of it. And not shying away yeah. from it and not being coquettish in our understanding of these principles. So, well, we've come to the end of our hour, Janice. Thank you so much for. <laughs> thank you. That was dem- fun. I'm going to be demanding all week. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to get up our porch. <laughs> Watch out. <laughs> It's a powerful porch of well-being. So we thank you all for joining us. And as always, we know that you are truly, truly walking in the light. And we call it upon this hour, knowing that all is truly well. We'll see you next time on Everyday Attraction. Thank you for joining us on Everyday Attraction, where the law of attraction gets real. Join host Ray Zander every Friday at noon Central Time, 10 a.m. Pacific, on Unity Online Radio for more ways to align with your source and start living the life you intended to live. Everyday Attraction is a part of the Align Radio Network at www.alignradio.com and sponsored by Send Out Cards. Check out www.sendoutcards.com forward slash attraction. Are you ready for deeper spiritual breakthroughs? 
Have you wondered how to apply spiritual principles to your everyday life in practical ways? Do you feel your soul is calling you to deeper purposes? Join Rev. Galen McDowell live every Wednesday at 10 a.m. Central for Truth Transforms, a discussion on how God within you, as you, is the power to transform your life. If you really believe that consciousness determines your experiences and that you are an individualized expression of God, join us as we help awaken and transform the consciousness of humanity. We will discuss, through lecture, live interviews and call-in questions, spiritual healing, prayer, prosperity, forgiveness, new thought views about eternal life, and much more. The world is waiting for your truth transformation, only on Unity Online Radio. Today I stand firmly in my faith. I meet life courageously and confidently, seeing beyond appearances to underlying good. Through faith I overcome every limitation. I know that God's power within me is greater than any situation I may have to meet or overcome. God is greater than any condition or circumstance. Through faith I am fearless and free. This inspirational message is brought to you by Daily Word. Daily Word, inspiration, and practical teachings to help people of all faiths live healthy, prosperous, and meaningful lives. Give Daily Word to yourself or a friend and give the gift of hope, joy, peace, and encouragement. Order your subscriptions today online at dailyword.com. Just what does that dream mean? Ever wake up from a crazy dream and wonder what it meant? Have you had a recurring dream all your life and you just can't get it to stop? Get all your questions about dreams and dream interpretation answered by the leading expert in the field. Unity Online Radio is home to America's leading dream expert, Dr. Michael Lennox. And on Mondays at 2 p.m. Central, the Dream Doctor is definitely in. Tune in to Dream Interpretation with Dr. Michael Lennox, only on Unity Online Radio, the voice of an awakening world. Do you think you know all you want to know about characters in the Bible? Do you know who could be called the king who loved too much? or what it means to be a Jezebel, or that the best love story in the Bible begins with the declared commitment of two women. The Bible's symbolic meaning can help you transform your life and discover the presence and power of God within you. Find out what these characters can teach you about your own life today by tuning into Biblical Power for Your Life. Each week, co-hosts Reverends Karen Tudor and E.J. Niles present a Bible character from an historical, cultural, psychological, and symbolic perspective. Your comments and questions are part of the lively discussion. Tune in every Thursday at noon Pacific, 3 p.m. Eastern, and power up your life. Only at Unity FM, the voice of an awakening world. (laughs) 